All right. Well, I guess I can start it again then. All right. Welcome back to the channel. This is Popcast, episode five. Today we're going to talk about why single player is disappearing, a game called New World that's having some issues, and some issues with the Warzone cheating. I'm the host, Chris. On the line, we got the Matman. What's up? We got Fran, also known as Thor. Hello. We got Dan Schwamm. Yo. And of course, a newcomer, Blockbuster Time, also known as Tim. Really happy to be here. Thanks for having me, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Matt doesn't have a long time, so we're going to start off with New World, <laughs> which I know a lot of us don't know much about. New World is this hot MMORPG that was created by Amazon, and it's got a lot of buzz around it. The problem is... There are different types of battles you can do, PvP, PvE, all that stuff. And gamers are complaining about getting 24-hour bans just before a faction war. And there's talk that they're being auto-banned by bots. And now Amazon came out and said, no, this is impossible. But we actually have a picture I'm going to pop up here that actually shows a customer service rep saying that it is possible for a bot to ban a person if they get complaints against them. So basically what we're talking about is like, say... Me and Thor are on one faction, and we're about to fight uh, Dan and Matt on another faction. And those two kept complaining about me, so I get a 24-hour ban until Amazon can look into it and see if I deserve a ban or not. So, Matt, you played a lot of New World. What are, what are your thoughts on this type of thing? I know you said you haven't got up to the factions yet, but it seems like a pretty in-depth game. I, I know that, like, when it... Like with the faction wars and things like that, I don't know why they're getting banned right before it. It could it could have something to do with like say like other factions don't like that like, um, you know maybe that army is too ha like too heavily ranked, so maybe they're they're just reporting. I didn't I didn't realize it was like a reporting thing. So like if it's a system like that, that means that Amazon just hasn't really worked out the kinks. I mean this is their first game, right? Second, they had a game last year. I don't remember the name of it, but it didn't do it's well It's called at all. The Crucible, and it completely bombed. Yeah, and okay. they ended up pulling it after, like, three months instead of even... So this is their first it. game that people are actually playing. Yeah, yeah. first successful so game, yeah. I can, I can imagine it's probably just whatever automated system they're using or whatever they designed it to do, it's just not working the way they thought it would if it's just automatically doing it. Um, I think it's just, like, like, a, like a, an issue that they didn't really, really think to work out beforehand. But, I mean... They they're pretty quick to like fix things, especially like um that world transfer and stuff they were talking about. They they just said they're working on it right away. They already put like a uh, menu option for it, and they're they're working on getting that out. And they said it'll be done in like maybe the next two weeks, which is insanely fast considering half the games nowadays take two months to be fixed when they put them out. So, did you notice any I, other I, bugs and issues while you've been playing? Nothing, nothing. I mean, besides like the fact that their servers fill up so quickly and like. Uh, you know, a lot of my friends that played MMOs before said that that doesn't happen on anything else. It just seems like an issue that they're having. But I don't, I don't, I, to me, the game seems pretty polished. Nothing seems like too out of whack. I know that they do keep doing bug fixes, like, on, on like, so like, I know, like, one chest on a, on a certain mission was stuck under the steps and they went and fixed that real quick. But, like, other than that, that game seems pretty, pretty clean. I mean, I don't even, I don't even know anyone that got that 24 hour ban yet. So it must not be, like, too, uh, too big that it's like unmanageable but yeah i mean it's kind of interesting about the whole bot ban thing i mean i think games like call of duty could certainly benefit from things like that but i don't know i guess it, it comes into the play of technology like tim will tell you he does a lot with automated systems and stuff and different businesses i mean i don't know is that something that's viable in the future or do they still need the people watching over it I think well, you still need the people. Yeah, you're always going to need quality control. There's no way that you can just allow the algorithm to always take place. Even in Amazon, I, I'm telling you right now, you have tens of people and teams that are looking at each algorithm and doing quality control cleanup all the time. Look at Twitter. You know, whenever they were going through all the bans on anything to discuss the election or... Oh, know, yeah. Yeah, falsifying oh thing. yeah this is yeah debunking it you have people that have to go through all that data to understand okay where's the issue i'm going through challenges right now even with some of the rpa yeah it's kind oh, of interesting process automation sorry but it's kind of interesting when they have automated systems like that 
I mean, I guess in the future, that's what they're, you know, a lot but of I, I think are the, try like to go he's to. saying, though, the bots can only go so far. You put them on a program, like you're having that problem with New World. They're banning people because they're getting so many, like, uh, like whatever you want to call it, turn, they're getting turned in for cheating so many times that the bot's like, oh, we got to ban this guy. And then it takes a human to do the research to be like, okay, this guy's never even cheated. So unban him. Yeah. And that's why I'm yeah. wondering, is it worth it? Well, the, I mean, the bias, if, if you work on it, maybe, but... Oh, yeah, I mean, I think it's absolutely worth having a system like that in place, especially on PC. Look at look at what happened to Warzone. That game's rampant with cheaters, and especially if someone is cheating on New World, you need a system that, that keeps the people in, in track and in line to make sure their game's fair. I, it, I don't... I don't I don't think this is going to become like a massive issue. I think they'll have it. They'll have, they'll work it out pretty quickly. Yeah. Well, and speak. I would just add that yeah, more often than not, it works. So because it's the infrequency that they're correcting, you know, they're just doing quality control. And of course, just like the drama that we experience in today's world, you're hearing about it because it's drama. They want to focus on the negatives, but when the negatives are ten percent of the time, the positives are ninety percent of the time. Everybody wants to hone in on the glass being half empty. Yeah, I completely agree. That's video games in in a nutshell, right there. <laughs> yeah. The one time it doesn't work, huh? Yeah, I mean, the I one think thing everyone that who plays video wrong, games at this point. It. Yeah, I think I think anybody who plays video games at this point is a glass half empty fella. <laughs> in, in, in today's world with, with, with video games, it's rough. Nobody. I do. I was just playing Call of Duty with friend uh, an hour ago, and I don't think we said one good thing about it. That's every game until you win, and then you're like, yeah, and then you lose again. It's like this game sucks. Oh, oh man, I, I'll, I'll talk the most shit when I win. <laughs> Sounds like a gambling addict right there. <laughs> Since you brought up Call of Duty, let's talk about the elephant in the room. They came out with their new cheat, their kernel level cheat anti cheat program that they have and it's already been leaked online just yesterday yeah it's called ricochet it's yeah. um, incredible it's incredible they can't catch a break and i don't i feel like it's someone internal just getting back at them they they said here's the source code have fun yeah with i'm it. curious how the leak happened like it had to have been an internal person like getting paid by by cheating software people that's probably what happened something, it be gotta honest. be something but it's just and it, it can it never it's completely ruined now like there's nothing they can do now it's it's out there they're gonna yeah. have to, they already said they're reworking everything so who knows if it's even gonna be out on the date uh what december 2nd who knows if it's even yeah. gonna come out now yeah, and I, I just I think, need, like, all the money they sunk into that, are they ever going to get ahead of the cheating problem? No. <laughs> to be honest, I'm not surprised because, like, cheating, like, software has become so sophisticated. But, like, I've been in betas for games like Battlefield where it, the game's been out for two days and there are already people cheating. Like, it's just that insane, like, how easy it is to get cheats for some of these games. Chris, can you um can you link my, my buddy's video where we got killed by a cheater yesterday named FaZe Ricochet? Yeah, if you actually put it on the OneDrive, I'll put it right on the video podcast. Yeah, I'll, I'll throw that. I'll, I'll have him send me the original. If he can, I'll have him send me the original video. And then I'll throw it in the OneDrive so you can. Dude, it's it's incredible. We got killed by a cheater. I immediately knew it was cheating, and his name was FaZe Ricochet. So, like, <laughs> he was throwing it's, just, it's just spitting in the face of Call of Duty. <laughs> Are you able to describe what the cheat was? Like, I, I'm not familiar. So, like, like, well, yeah. the thing was with right now with Call of Duty is, like, um, you know, coming to crossplay, they didn't. They didn't even think about having any kind of anti-cheat in place. So that means like, you can go in there and have an aimbot. So you're you you don't have to do any of the work. You just aim down sights. It's on the guy's head, and it's, you're killing him. Um, I mean, there's a lot you, of them. You, can you also got the wall see, hacks. You can, yeah, well, they all come together. So you get wall hacks. You get you get an aimbot. That, like my buddy did it, and he even had um, you could see uh, equipment through the wall and and where the orange chests are on the map. Like you can see anything, so it's a well, complete like. You yeah. could probably see the final circle too, for all yeah. we know. Oh yeah, you can turn that, that. You turn on foresight, and you can see everything. Like every, yeah, it goes down to every stupid. detail. But they and even have just, magnetic bullets. You know, I've seen walk, those before. Yep. It's crazy. You, right like, you can literally just hold the, the. You know, you just hold your fire button, and every bullet is hitting something. Yeah, you so don't even have to aim down sight. It's like nothing. Yeah, basically you become Neo from the Matrix. Yeah, everything. What bothers yeah. me the most about Call of Duty is that they're, you know, Activision owns it. Activision also owns Overwatch. Overwatch uses anti or easy anti-cheat, which is a system already in place for like, you know, shooters that bunch stops of games. people from doing this. Everything uses an easy anti-cheat. Like they probably feel like it's the biggest one. And Call of Duty owns a game that runs with that. Why are you not just porting that system into your game i feel like See, it can't be that hard of a 
Halo uses that too. Yeah, that's, that's so interesting though that you say that. I'm curious what the motivation is behind of them trying to create a different program that seems more robust to do it. I wonder if it's actually okay. I'm gonna throw out one of those conspiracy theories, so stick with me. I wonder <laughs> if they did it. I wonder if they did it purposely to fuel the discussion that we're having today. I don't think ricochet. so. I mean, I, I, I think, can see where you're coming from, but like this it. causes negative like PR, though, right? Well, well, but no, yeah, but, but there PR negative PR is better than no PR. Yeah, right. And Call sure. Duty, Call of Duty knows what they're doing. Like they, this is the same company that put a patent on fake bogus uh, Xbox accounts. That yeah. would, I mean, I'm not even joking. They would send these bot accounts into Xbox Live. They would look as real as possible. And they said they never implemented this, which is absolute bullshit. You had to have at some point. So these bogus accounts would go into a game. They'd have all this, the pay-to-win stuff on the, you know, on the account. So like, they would kill you with, like, say, that, that new melee weapon that just came out that you can only get out of the loot boxes. This was uh, you know, a couple years ago when they did the loot system, like the loot box system. So like, yeah. you, you patented it, so you had these fake accounts go in there. You, you get killed by the guy, and you go, wow, I want that. Let me go see if I can get something out of a box. And for I can tell you right now, me, Fran, and Chris sitting here, we've, we've spent so much money on Call of Duty. We were the guys <laughs> they would have. That yeah, they would have had us. <laughs> yeah, they would definitely would have had us. So it's the same company that's doing that. There is something um, my, my one friend said. It's, I think it's the total number of accounts. So like, even when they say they're banning these people, they can still go out and say, hey, we have 100 million accounts on this game. Everyone's playing it. Even if they're, they are banning these people, which they don't. They ban you for two weeks, and it's a shadow ban, so you, your account's still active after it's over. And I think that they're doing this just to keep you know, investors happy or keep the, you know, ad companies. Like, I, I'm sure that – I don't know, if, like, you know who owns Scream, but like, they're going to have a Scream skin come out. Are they paying Call of Duty to do that, or is Call of Duty paying them? Well, how do they do with, with Die Hard? Because Die Hard came back. Yeah, so See, I'm saying, be, like, I don't, I don't get it. I'd be like, interested in seeing that as you guys are describing it because I thought about that initially. I bought the Die Hard skin, you know, and I'm not a frequent gamer, not nearly as frequent as you guys, but I love joining and dying on there, you know, all that crap. Um, well, they said but Die was Hard say, was only 30 days. It just came back again. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. It got renewed, right? There was probably a good profit margin, nice little kick in demand. They saw some users jump on and they're like, oh, shit. Like, come on, take me. I'm going to be completely transparent and vulnerable right now. <laughs> I am not a huge gamer. We all know this about me. I suck. If you guys see Blockbuster time out there, you're going to know you got an easy kill on your hand. Tim, you're <laughs> a team player, so that's all that matters. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm team player. I'm the guy that likes to be the, the revivalist, right? I go out and try yeah. to keep you alive. So Everyone needs win. a medic. Everybody. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but, but, like, as you were just saying, Matt, there's a scream. There's a scream. Uh, what's called a uh, skin coming out, right? And the question is, how do they make money off that? I mean, Scream, I, I'm, I'm going to be that 90s kid right now. You've, I know what you did last summer in Scream, right? These movies from the 90s were horror movies. Massive. Massive. Right? They're remaking them. We got, we got I know what you did last summer, the series coming out, and then Scream 5 is coming out in January. Explain mm -hmm. that to me. We're just going to remake everything because we can't create anything new. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's wild, but, it, but it's, it's a ploy that works. And, like, now the cheaters running around with that skin and we all look at it like i i spectated a cheater the other day that had that skin on and it has the like the iconic voice lines from the movie like like oh i'm coming for you and like he, he like yeah. acting like he's on the phone and stuff like what are you wearing and, like all these things like he's like the character is saying this in game and i'm like I, you got me you sold me on it and i see a cheater wearing it and they know that the cheaters are using with using the skin uh, I, I feel scary like, movies yeah exactly they're saying these things and it's like it's selling me over and over again and it's a guy that can shoot a gun across the map and kill me doing it and i'm like i'm still in i still want to buy it and I, I i feel like they're okay with that they're like they're you know to a point they're like well they're still gonna they're still gonna play our game they're still gonna do this yeah. they i think the only way it actually changes and it's never gonna go down the way we want it to but a real boycott of the game for a week would stop yeah. would, would, like, there's, there's no would way you'd never be able to get fucking happen. to do that like, you're, talking, you're talking millions it was like of people it was like everyone trying to boycott twitch line. for that day for that yeah. one day for that one day it was hard yeah, look, how, to look how well the chick-fil-a boycott worked out like yeah. in the us at least so it's not working well so. dude in england did you see like they got the oh store, yeah they, they, they it worked there immediately but not in the u.s though they're still like top three business americans will never come together unless like another 9-11 because that chicken's too good, man. I ain't walking away. Aided by aliens or something, it ain't gonna happen. <laughs>
I put like 40 hours into New World from the last two weeks playing it, and I still want to go back to Call of Duty every time. Like, I still want to do it. I, I, you I, know I, what it is? It's that thrill, that win. You're chasing yeah. the win. You're chasing the kill. I, I took oh, my yeah. month off from the bars and, like, fell into video games, and I still want to play Call of Duty, and I don't know why. I, I do, really don't understand it. <laughs> I know. It's uh, that gambler's hat right there. And you, just, exactly. you get that one kill. You and it's the out. thing where you go through, like, all I'm these just glad, games, and you finally get yeah. the win, and it feels I, so see, good. See, yeah. I'm glad that I, I, I might spend like 20 bucks every two weeks on the game and rather than like actually being a gambling addict and going to the casino every night and spending I, all of I my was money. Just, uh, you know what, Matt? <laughs> you took the words out of my mouth because I was thinking to myself before I even jumped on. I'm like, man, you know, when you think about gaming, the nice part is you buy the console, even if it was $1,000, like that's $1,000 of me having nights where I can enjoy this over and over. And I was comparing it to golf because recently I've really gotten into golf. And that can get every expensive. time you go, I, yeah, you leave sixty to seventy dollars at the field, and it's only for the four hours you play, and you're done. You know, it's like yeah, yeah but oh. I mean, it, but it's worth it, and you enjoy it. it I, is, I, I always yeah. look at like the level of how much I'm going to use something. Like when I bought my computer, I was like, am I going to use this? Am I? And I, I factored that in, and I feel like I've used it probably like you know, at least three, four times a week since I bought it. It's been over a year. So the, the cost was completely justified. So you got point. your money's worth. Well, I think so. And I, I mean, I've, I'm putting money into it still, too. Like, you know, me and Dan, we probably spent more money, like, in the last <laughs> year on our on our computers than, than uh, Fran and Chris will spend in the next 10 years on consoles. Yeah, if I, was, I go to the I, casino I, I, for four hours, I could be up two grand or down two grand real easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Fran got a couple boy. more gaming my PCs birthday. right there. My birthday. I've never gambled a lot in my life. Never once. I said I went there on my birthday. I said, listen, I've never done this. Let's, let's go spend some money. Let's play roulette. Lost 310 minutes. I was like, I'm never doing this again. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I was so mad at myself. I was like, I hate gambling to begin with. And like me doing that was like way stepping way out of my comfort zone. I was like, I'm gonna try this. I'm gonna see if it worked and didn't work. Never going again. Well, speaking Dominic of gambling, Sony's taking another gamble on Twisted Metal. As some of you know, they got mm. the movie coming out that has Anthony Mackie attached to it, which might be very good. But they also have a new game in development. And this is gonna be the first game since 2012 on PS3. And the last game had kind of bad, you know, kind of mediocre, I should say, reviews. And it, it, it was a lot different. The original game, you got to select a character, go with that character through each level, and each character in the game had a story that was pretty entertaining to me and Timmy, at least. Now, the last game only had three characters for you to play as, so they kind of chopped it down. It was a cut-rate game. And now I'm wondering, do you think the new game is going to get back to the roots, like Twisted Metal Black, how they did so well with each character and fleshing out each so story? is this a reboot or is this a sequel? It didn't say. They just said that they have a new game mm. in the works. There's no trailer or anything for That's it. That's a great question, though. Would you, Dan? That being said, would you prefer a sequel or a reboot? I mean, considering how old Twisted Metal, what one through four are, they came out on the PlayStation One. And yeah, I so think I, the I'd first okay one's like ninety-five. Con yeah, considering how old the games are, like I'd be okay with a reboot. Like at at that point, because like Twisted Metal Black, what came out on the PS2, and then the first four came out on the PS1. So considering how old they are, like yeah, I'd be okay with a reboot at that point. Like switch up the story a little bit, and and then go from there. I think it would like generate more hype. Like Doom did that. Like Doom One and Two, they came out what like the 80s or 90s, and like they rebooted it with 2016 and it, it generated a lot of money and i think it did pretty well and twisted metal could benefit from the same so it says twisted metal black came out in 01 yeah for the ps2 that's that was way back i yep. can't even find when twisted metal one was released no the, the <laughs> last movie or the last one that came out was what 2012 if i'm not mistaken that was yeah, the last was one on playstation 3 yeah, yeah. No, I was going to ask, well, the first thing is, the question I have is, between Twisted Metal, the series, and Black, which Twisted Metal Black came out in 2001, as Chris said, uh -huh. and 2012 is whenever Twisted Metal came out for PS3, yeah. what was the difference in characters and storyline? So Twisted Metal it, Black was like the original way where you picked from, I think it was like 8 or 12 characters, it might have even been a couple more, and each character had their own story. So like you, like Darkseid, you saw what happened to Darkseid, how Darkseid yeah. became like twisted and tormented. And as you beat, I think it was like every three or four levels, you got another little cutscene to flesh out that character until you got to the end with that character. In the Twisted Metal that came out on PlayStation 3, you got to pick from three characters. I believe it was Roadkill, Sweet Tooth, and Darkseid. And that was it. Uh, there it were was no other Dollface ones. and Sweet Tooth and Darkseid. 
Oh, it was dark. Okay. Yeah. And so you only got three characters and everybody else, like they had other characters in the game, but you couldn't play as any of them and they didn't have a story for any of them. Mm, thanks. And what I hated about that too, is that like the three characters you play as you can play, you can use any vehicle you want. I didn't like that because each character had its own dedicated vehicle. And now it's like a classless thing where you could just get on any vehicle you want. Like the characters are meaningless. And yeah. I think that was one of the complaints of the twist amount 2012 game. Yeah. It just seemed unfocused. You know what I mean? Like the other ones, it seemed like they had a specific slice of the game for each person. Yeah. And then this game, they're just like, oh, whatever. Here you go. Check us out. Like, yeah, it had more story for each character. Like that added a lot of replay value because there's like 12 plus different characters. It's like, oh, I wonder what the story is for this character. So you replay it for the 2012 game. There's only three paths. So like it was a much shorter campaign. And another thing is like the story was much darker in black. If you ever played that compared to the 2012 game, which I like, I, I, yeah, I like the dark story. I think it went really well with the game. Yeah. I think they did good with the graphics back then, too. Like, Twisted Metal Black, you figure it was 20 years ago. But, like, even uh -huh. back then, their graphics and stuff, they were pretty good for the time. Like, I think, even if, I don't know if I'd want a straight remake of Twisted Metal Black, but I wouldn't mind seeing one where they actually bring, you know, a number of characters with fleshed out, like, cutscenes again. I really enjoyed that part. To see, like, yeah. oh, what's this person, you know, what happens to this person? How's this person's life all messed up? Let's check it out. Like, I thought it was really interesting back then. I think the adding on to the 2012 game, like there's some good things I liked about it is that like you could have a passenger with a shotgun or a sniper like the previous games didn't have that. So like it added more variety. And then like if you like destroyed a vehicle, you could run over the driver and get health back for your car. So like I think it <laughs> yeah, had some good cool. <laughs> changes like that. Those were different from the previous game. So like but. I agree, like, it didn't have, like, a good vision, and they, they, they lacked variety on the characters that you could choose for the story. Wait, I have, I have a great question, though, for you guys that are very knowledgeable of Twisted Metal. So, was there ever an, a time that you could actually exit the vehicle, or, like, if the vehicle blew up, you had a second chance where you could run and potentially get to another one? Mm, to my knowledge, no. The only time, like, the closest thing they had to that in the 2012 game when your vehicle was low in health you could go into a repair shop and then change your vehicle but like if it's low in health like you didn't get like a second chance or last stand type of thing but see i oh, that would be interesting gotta, though that'd be cool you can go on foot there's potentially weapons you can get and you can blow it up in a different fashion and maybe it's time limited right like if you don't get to another vehicle or something of that nature but yeah. i think that would be a cool element of the game that would maybe not initially but it would it would make me want to try it like i want to try it right now i i'd try that out i think cool, they like, could add that to like a multiplayer yeah yeah you're, you're trying to go online get some skins yeah. right although you got like i'm shocked i haven't seen sweet tooth in any of these skins i guess it's just because it's a microsoft product <laughs> or you know? yeah maybe but here not to get too far off topic but what if they did like a br style with twisted metal now they did this with forza i don't, I don't know, know if you, you guys do a br Listen, well, they, did, know, like, they did it with okay. Forza Horizon 4, and it was kind of fun. I mean, it's based like on what race. Timmy was telling me, like, maybe you start out on foot, and then you get in a vehicle and get and go from there, like, and then you pick up your upgrades and everything. So, like, I could see it potentially working, but not as in-depth as, like, Warzone, but it no, might be enjoyable no. enough. But, but you know what you can do is you can build it in, like, missions, right? So think of, like, GTA. Whenever you would go and do Grand Theft Auto, there would be missions that, oh, you got to go and do X, Y, and Z, and there's always an element of risk associated with it where you may not complete the mission to get whatever, similar to what we do in Warzone. But if you did it, even if it wasn't a multiplayer fashion, or I guess it would primarily be multiplayer, and you exit the vehicle, you're taking a risk. Like, yeah. you're not protected. You're not in a vehicle where you could just go and get recharged. You're going to die. So it's basically so one of their machine guns, you're done. So it's yeah. almost like getting out of the vehicle is almost like the most wanted contract in Warzone. It's a long shot. But if you yeah. pull it off, it's, you've got to get some reward for that. Yeah, or if you walk on foot in the airfield at Warzone, it's basically a death sentence. <laughs> but, but basically, like, hey, you got in, like, you got third party or whatever, and maybe it might be your only way out. It gives you a chance. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I like that. I wouldn't mind. I don't that. know. I, yeah. I think it's cool, and they, they have a lot of play with it. I just, uh, I like you guys said one I like the characters you got to keep evolving the characters and their backgrounds I, the one thing I was going to say before and Dan you you were reminding me to say something 
it's I'd love to see a prequel. You know, like I'd love maybe that's output. what they're going for. We like we don't really know. Yeah, they didn't you give mean, us like much the origin info. stories of the characters, like Sweet Tooth or something. Yeah, no. Uh, what's his name? Who was it? Who's the main guy? Who's the bad Calip- guy? Calypso, I think. Calypso. Yeah, I, I want to know. Uh, yeah, oh, he became Calypso. Yeah, like I want to see. It doesn't have to be that depth. That's more of a movie background. Yeah. But I'd love to see like the output of this game is explaining the origins of how it was created. That would be interesting to see how yeah. it came about. Yeah. Yeah. Because they've been constantly doing sequels like Twisted Metal 1 through 4. So, yeah, that, that, that's a different area. I agree with that. Now, moving on, Timmy plays a lot of sports games. I know some of you guys play them out there. And we know one of the biggest sports games is EA FIFA. It's a huge game. Well, now it came out just last week. EA started trademarking new game titles. Instead of PGA Tour, it's EA Sports PGA Tour. And now recently they trademarked EA Sports College Football. Now they also trademark some that relate to soccer or football, as the Europeans call it. And they think one of the reasons is New York Times actually reported on this that FIFA wants EA to pay one billion with a B dollars every four years just to use the name FIFA. Now they talked about dropping it. EA's looking at restructuring contracts because apparently this is just for the titling. So if EA drops this contract, they can still use the teams and the players that are in the league. They just can't use that title. And my question is, is you know, is that too much money? Like, what what is the title actually worth? Like, Timmy works with a lot of big businesses, like even like Microsoft. Like, what would a company pay to keep that title? Like, is it worth it for them? Are they going to lose a lot of people if the next game's called like EA Soccer 2022? Well, my my first question is, how many people play? You know, what is the dispersion? The the UK and like all all those outside of America is FIFA is like number one sporting game. Well, FIFA. South American countries, Europe, like it's super popular. US, not really. That's one of EA's biggest properties ever. Like it's even bigger than Madden. Because it's worldwide, not outside of like America. No one's really playing Madden. Let's be serious. So from a quick article I saw, like they sold FIFA series in general, just to add on to it as pop as a popularity topic. They the whole series in total sold over three hundred and twenty five million copies as of twenty twenty one. So I'd say I'd say it's pretty popular. (laughs) Yeah, they're definitely making bank on this. Yeah. Wait, wait. I, I got a question though. So like, if we're talking FIFA, right? Do if you can't use FIFA, can I still use the rights to your teams? Yeah, yeah. And that's what I said. So they have it worked out where they already have a contract to use the players' names, the team names, the coaches, the stadiums, all that stuff. The only thing that FIFA wants them to pay for is the title FIFA. So wait, I, I got another question. You can just name an EA Sports football. And, uh, uh, EA yeah. Fufa. <laughs> you could call it EA Sports Patty Cakes. They're still probably gonna buy it and play it if they yeah, like it. Enough. It's you know the same. Like, it, it, it will be the same game. It just won't be FIFA. Yeah, but see, like Timmy knows your, himself, like from the companies that yeah. you consult for. How big is brand recognition? Like, will it make a dent if it's not called FIFA next time? What if you know the casual player that only plays FIFA? What if they don't see? They're like, oh, there's no FIFA this year. Are they going to look into yeah. it more, maybe? I don't know. No, no, that's that's a really good point. But at the same time, you're talking about the fringe, right? So you're talking about the, the 10 percenters. If I'm worried about getting 10% of my revenue by giving up a billion dollars, right? I don't think it really matters. You're talking about billion over four years, so 250 million a year. Am I grossing that based on these 10 percenters? Maybe. I'm not, I'm I mean, we don't. Right now. Yeah, we don't know exactly nah. what they're making between See, the microtransactions so, so, and nah, stuff. Yeah, you, you so ain't making my, a billion on that. My, my thing happen. is, my thing is on Timmy, like what Timmy's saying. Look into it. It's it's the year twenty twenty one. It'll be all over the media that oh they ain't naming it FIFA anymore. It's just gonna be called EA Sports Soccer or Football or whatever they yep. want to call it. But we're st- it's still gonna be the same game. It just ain't FIFA. Yeah, you might Please, be right. I will. I'll give up a million dollars tomorrow on this on a, a, a monthly basis and name it Ted Lasso's game. Okay. Like, <laughs> well, you, but speaking you, in you terms of money, the West. I mean, Warzone alone makes a couple million every month, right? Like they, 
EA might be making that kind of money on this game. I don't know. They definitely are Time outside out. of America. But the thing is, you're dropping a billion dollars in <laughs> yeah. four years for a That's, name. No, not not that, the players. Yeah. It's not like you're making random teams up. No, you still have the same everybody. Time out. Wait, wait. I got to go back to exactly what Fran said. You just said they're making, what? let's say $10 million a month is what they're making on Call of Duty. All right? So it's, that's what, $120 million a year? Yeah. To give up just for this name, just for four letters, it's a billion dollars <laughs> over four years. So it's $250 million a year. You're not even halfway making $10 million a month on this. Yeah. And I guarantee you there is no way that FIFA is making – think about sports games. I never spent an additional dime on Madden. You know how much I played Madden. I played yeah, it for true. I bought the game and then I played Call of Duty. You're getting skins. You're not getting skins on FIFA. I'm not going to see Sweet Tooth out there running around, kicking a ball around. Like, <laughs> they're going to have the screen mask is. running, running long. <laughs> yeah, like they they got to get really creative if they're going to try and make up that revenue elsewhere. It's not going to happen. Well, I think you guys are both right. I don't think they're going to do this. And there's even more reason because FIFA also stated they want EA to only make money on the game itself. So they don't right. want EA making money on. Because EA wanted to have all kind of uh, gaming things and branding and live li uh, live arena games and stuff. And FIFA so, doesn't want them to make money on but, any of that but, stuff. But, but can, can I talk in yes, on sir. this FIFA point? They Maybe they might pay the billion dollars. Oh, okay. It, it I, says I'm, since I'm October 2020, the title helped EA generate $1.34 billion. So in one Since, year, in one year, how do you yeah. measure that? How do you measure that though? I don't. I just googled it. it was first article. It, <laughs> <be wrong>. no. <laughs> no, no, it no. is hard so, because so, microtransactions happen in seconds. Like how? I don't know how you keep track of it. That's a good point. But wait, wait. I don't I, know. I'm just. I'm not familiar enough though. Like, what am I buying on FIFA? Oh, like, no, what, the player packs. The player packs. So you're treating get, it like like cards, like how Madden well, used to. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, they have Madden that stuff has too, the yeah. cards that make the you can get the the elite guys at like 99 overall, like your Ronaldo that everyone's going for. <laughs> I know, but once you get those eight guys that are worth getting, yeah, like but you know how hard they are to get. It's like how the NBA uh, 2K does it. They their player packs are everything. Yeah, but what do you mean how hard it is to get? If I'm paying to get it, I should, it shouldn't be no, that no, hard. No, 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 no. You just get a pack of cards, and it's not guaranteed it's like random. that you get that guy. So it's, it's like the equivalent of loot boxes. In Europe, yeah. they were actually talking about banning loot boxes legally and not allowing them. So what <laughs> happens is you pay money. Like, say, it's like, oh, you buy this loot box for $10, and you might get these items in it. It's So in Europe, they yeah. said it was a form of gambling, and a lot of game companies have gotten away from them since. But it does generate a lot of money because you say you want Ronaldo, so you you put the you buy the box and it's like oh I didn't and, get and him. you get twenty. Oh, let me buy another one. And yeah. you open six cards out of each one, and you're not guaranteed even a good guy in them. Yeah, Just exactly. Yeah. It's a lot of it, it is along the lines of gambling, if you ask me. I think I, I got to tell you what, like I've played Madden for decades, and I know they've had things like this that you could buy. I never buy it. Never do. That's good. I think it's That's a waste good of you money. Didn't. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, you don't, but there are people time. that do. Yeah, there's yeah, there but, are but people I, that spend a lot of money. Apparently, on I it. find it hard that that billion dollars that you're describing is those cards. I find it hard to believe that. I mean, it depends on what they charge. Just this month alone, I probably spent about forty bucks on Warzone, and we, I know what I'm getting. That's not even that. random. I'm curious. So, FIFA series has sold over 325 million copies as of 2021. I think you yep. guys are right, though. I don't think that EA is going to go for it. They'll save a billion dollars. And on top of that, they'll also be able to make money on these other other uh, ventures that they had. So <sighs> I don't see a reason why they would stick with like, it, to be honest. But not just a billion. If I, if I embark on that contract, you just told me that I can't make any additional money beyond... Beyond the you know, game, yeah. The game, right? And I think that's yeah. a problem, too, because they're talking about having um, digital products, video game tournaments, highlights of actual games, events. Like, oh. they're, they're talking about all these other things that can generate revenue. And FIFA's saying, no, like, you can only make money on the game. That's it. I mean, so, guys, let's talk about it. They literally have Madden tournaments on ESPN. Yeah, like, come big. on. You can't put yeah. FIFA on there like that. That would be a big money. Yeah, maker. that would, mad revenue. Yeah, absolutely. I agree.
Yeah, if so, you're going to handcuff them, it's a no-go in my opinion. But, you know, otherwise, Fran, you might have a point. So, so, uh, but I have a question, though. Is there any game out there that could even compete with EA in soccer? You mean another soccer uh, game? Actually, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's another soccer game that Konami came out with, and it got, like, bombed like crazy, like, with their views. Like, no yeah. one liked it. So I don't okay, think so there's okay. any decent competition. So, so they have a monopoly they on it. a billion dollars and change the name, people are still going to know that oh, FIFA. Oh, for sure. There's no good competition yeah. for it. So, yeah, like yeah. you said, I'm sure some well, news articles will get out there, or they'll be, like, formally FIFA, and they'll be, like, EA Soccer 2022. Wait, like, I don't but, think it'll wait, be that big a deal. Fran, Fran, you bring up a really good point because this is a different, different uh, portion of it, right? So let's look at the equation. I'm not going to give up that billion for the next four years, but over the next four years, FIFA is going to say F you, and they're going to spend X amount of money because they can and another developer to compete, give them the naming rights. Once that contract expires, move everything over. It is a risk. Well, I mean, yeah. we saw that with Marvel, too, where they diversified their uh, developers and stuff. And maybe FIFA will do the same thing. Yeah, Here, that's what I'm saying. It's a risk, man. That's, here's my that's thing a, on the, on the name thing. Point. Like, some, like, IPs for some names, like, they sell. Like, Assassin's Creed. Like, yeah. people are like, oh, it's a new Assassin's Creed game. I'm going to buy Far it. Cry. But at the same time, <laughs> they kind of need the name, though, because you play as a freaking Viking in the latest game. It's like, no one really knows if you're an assassin. Like, if they didn't have the Assassin's Creed yeah. game name, they wouldn't know it's an Assassin's Creed name. But, like, they, they don't need the FIFA name, though, if it's very clearly a soccer game. That's That's my two cents on yeah you could just name it well you would name it football or however they call it yeah it's more of a european game and stuff yeah but but they would still know it's a soccer game because of the name yeah so let's think about what ea will spend the money on that they save nothing because they're greedy and they're definitely going to keep the profits they ain't saving the money they just ain't putting it out there well they'll save the billion dollars if it was like like 10 million or well no no because they're already paying so this was double ea is already paying one billion dollars every eight years so all all fifa was doing was doubling the the price basically okay so they were already paying the money out but they were paying one billion over eight years instead of four so they will be saving a billion so so wait so wait now timmy in in your in your counter to you saying fifa will then try to find a developer to take down ea in soccer that means they won't even get a billion dollars they have to put money into a game yeah they would have to put money out so were they willing to take the loss because technically now they're losing yeah, and friend, you bring up a really good point, but let me just put it this way. So if you got four years that I'm I want 250 million revenue a year, right? We can all agree FIFA's not going anywhere for at least five decades. Yeah, right? It's, it's gonna be here for like ever it's, in my it's yeah, probably ever, yeah. It's growing <laughs> in popularity, even even the apocalypse. we don't even have a team. <laughs> yeah. And then you you keep going into it, think about it. I would be willing to spend a billion over the next four years each because they have that kind of capital. And I would spend it and put it into somebody into like, you know, get the game right. Because Chris, you were saying they have the contract for all the players' names, all the yeah. all the teams, all that stuff. Yeah, that contract's gonna expire. It and will eventually, expires, and then they'll probably renegotiate I'm, for more money. Yeah, yeah, but how are you gonna or renegotiate sell it off, with me yeah. when I own the game? And yeah, if I own right. the game, that's a hundred percent profit for me, right? But will they actually do that, sharing. or are they going to be like the Pirates, the Pittsburgh Pirates? No, 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 just keep the money. <laughs> no, no, but, but I'm saying like one hundred percent, it would be mine, right? If I were FIFA, it would no longer be anybody else in the world except for the consoles that I have to share it with, and yeah. I'd be like, okay, uh, EA Sports, you just lost. Well, what's the revenue? Anybody got the revenue up? What do they make? EA Sports off of FIFA. Oh, just uh, yeah. What'd you say, Fran? One billion? One point three billion in a year. What What do they make off Madden? Just for an easy comparison, uh, that's the next biggest game, right? Electronic Arts has found its bread and butter. The Madden and FIFA publisher generated uh, okay. one point six billion from the Ultimate Team offerings in full year twenty twenty one. But so just this year, yet, so. they, those two games <laughs> generated one point six billion. That's wild. yeah, but that's that's what I'm trying to say. It's like. So say FIFA does, doesn't does renew their contract so EA can't make their game no more. And EA ain't paying them their billion dollars. And they find yep. a developer to do it. 
and they come out two, three years in a row, and the game sucks. And now they're losing money because people are like, I don't even want to play your game. Like <laughs> WWE, how bad it was. You know, like oh, people that was are so like, bad the last this time. game sucks. Like, I don't even want to play it no more. Are they going to have to crawl back to EA? Oh, potentially. And then, I mean, that's always the risk that you run, right? So it's, it's just a like risk on both sides. It is, but I'd be willing to take the gamble for our but, EA. But, but just, take your, just take your half a billion every four years. And just be happy that hey, your game's popular. <laughs> yeah. You got five hundred million just for four letters. <laughs> well, you're you're saying FIFA should concede. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm hundred percent in alignment with you. I, I don't think it's reasonable to ask for that kind of money just for four letters, right? My my name's three. I'm not asking anybody for <laughs> seven hundred fifty million. I mean, they're getting hey, they're getting two hundred fifty million dollars a letter here, right? <laughs> but but at the same time, I'm just thinking from their end, I could see the counter argument where they're like, well. You know what? We got enough that we can go on in this. And I got to say, unless we're all, you know, you're saying the game wasn't done well or whatever quality testing, fans will wait. I'm sorry. Like, how, how Chris, remind me, how long did it take for Cyberpunk that sucked? Eight years Cyberpunk was in development. Eight. And it years. was released People to a buggy mess. Ahead. All right, moving on to the next topic. So this might not apply to you as much. Because you guys play a lot of multiplayer games. But lately, we have seen a lot of companies straying away from single-player games. Sony has done well with single-player games. They consistently sell the PlayStation gaming system. And I've heard complaints in the past that streamers beat single-player games in a weekend, and a lot of people watch them play, and then it's like, why do I want to buy the game? I just watched, you know, um, Dr. Disrespect play through the game. So I think that might be why some of them are getting away from single-player games. But at the same time, I feel like single-player games are still a good experience. Like Far Cry is they, still a good game. You know, I remember, Timmy, even back in the day, you loved Max Payne. And that was a oh single-player game. Back in the day. That was, they were all single-player games was here back now. then. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've heard that story so many Listen, times. <laughs> they still got good single-player <laughs> games now. Far Cry, I think, is amazing. That was just released last week. Uh what was it? The ones on uh, PlayStation, God of War, got Game of the Year last year from IGN. Yeah, I, I don't mean, know who votes on these games. They they have a poll. They have it online. They put up a Anyone poll that goes on there. Yeah. But like Dan right, plays a lot of single player games. Get, get, I'm going last on this one. Get, can I, I put my point on here? If single player games are great, but why would I spend $60, $70 now on a single player game that I could beat in a week and maybe never replay it again? Or have free Warzone or free Fortnite that people have been playing for a year or two that holds its replay value. I, I mean, was, was that the subject? Like free to play games are dying, or what, what was? No, the single yeah, yeah. player games are kind of dying. Single okay. player games that, are that, dying. Yeah, like it's it's a profit thing. Like free to play games like Warzone make a shit ton of money and they make millions, if not billions, of dollars. Like the single player games. They cost a lot of money and time to make these very lengthy, sometimes very lengthy games well, like Cyberpunk. And like they, yeah. they make a decent amount of money, but like over time, though, like their, their profits decline because people aren't going to continue to buy them. Well, Grand Theft Auto V, for example, cost over $100 million to make. And to this day, it's still being sold. But it it's been one the of the top play, because of its oh. multiplayer it component value, with shark yeah. cards and stuff. That's and how it, and it does. Money. So is that what games are going to have to go to? Are they going to have to have this online component to you make up to. the money? Yeah. Yes, it's games as a service. That's that's like the new norm now, where it's like they're going to constantly <laughs> update this game, but constantly shove oh. in microtransactions to make Timmy's money. Timmy's ready. Timmy's ready. Let's unleash <laughs> the beast. Go ahead, Tim. Let it, let it fly. <laughs> I want to know how much the the voiceover actors get paid for these movies. And when you get someone like, or I'm sorry, these games, when you get someone like Samuel L. Jackson in San Andreas, in GTA, <laughs> yeah, how much did they pay him? I'm curious. I, really I don't am. know. I think uh, it, I think it's just like the movies. I think each person gets paid based on what it's worth to the company. Like Ray Liotta but, was the star of uh, Vice Vice City, my GTA. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what each one but of them gets paid. that's a big, so, so like, yeah. And then branching off of that saying, did you buy the game because Samuel L. Jackson was the guy, you know, or, or whatever yeah. it is, because you said that hundred million dollars, dude, that actor, he's probably making some bank on that, well, on that game. You picked, right? In GTA five, they had all unknown people. They didn't want anybody that was known ever since vice city. Well, I guess San Andreas, they used Samuel L. Jackson, but he wasn't the main protagonist. 
So after yeah. that, they haven't really used many known voice actors in GTA 4 or 5. Did he play as the cop in San Andreas? Yeah, he was the, yeah, he was he was the, the cop. cop. I forget his name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But so, so they kind of got away yeah, from got known that. people. All right. Now I'm going to go into my opinion. So you're talking about gaming as a service, which I 100% agree with you, Dan. I think everybody on this podcast can agree that I am the least amount of gamer of all of us. <laughs> <laughs> but when I play, I play multiplayer, right? Yeah. So from a profit perspective, I do agree with you, Dan. Gaming is a service. They're going to make so much margin off of these $20 skins that somehow they convinced me to buy, yep. which <laughs> is insane. He never spent a when dollar on Madden, but he spent $24 no, he, on Warzone. He Warzone. Buy one player pack, but he bought his skin got, on Warzone. I got the I, last Madden discounted for 30 bucks, right? I waited till it came out like $30. I spent $20 for Bruce Willis, right? You know, Bruce, just come on. Uh, but I do have to say, that being said, I think it's a sleeper because this has become a niche that you can eventually make money on. So we're saying because it's single player today that it's a finite product that goes out. But we're seeing as we migrate to, you know, the online platform, not necessarily buying the compact disc. What is that, right? What, what do we use with the CDs and everything? <laughs> the old DVD you're, nobody ever heard since of. You're not buying, yeah, since you're not buying that anymore, it's not finite. I can issue updates there. You can still buy skins. You can get different weapons if you want to go in and create a different dynamic to the game. The outcome doesn't have to be the same. I think there's an evolution that can occur, but they got to be shorter. They got to be faster games that happen, in my opinion. And uh, I, I think there is a world where you can enjoy it after. Well, here's the so. problem with what you said. So you're saying about a shorter game and a lot of people online, they want a longer game. They want more for their money. So if I'm paying like $60, $70 for a game and it, like Resident Evil was Resident Evil 3 is the biggest one for this. It came out. People paid $60, $70 to buy it new, and then you beat the game in four hours, five hours, and people are like, that's it? And people got upset because they cut content from Resident Evil 3 yeah, as well. So... Like, there was the clock tower and some other areas. So people were, yeah, like, I agree with you, Chris. Like, people are going to be upset if, if like, the single-player games are too short. Like, you're paying $60, and it's a four-hour game. It's like, well, that was a ripoff. Whereas yeah, GTA, and, you're talking over a hundred hours. Same with Far yeah, Cry. But GTA yeah, is not. It's uh, it's, GTA uh, is not a single player game. Yeah, you're no, no. But I'm saying the single player portion no. of it, even though, was you're talking still a hundred hours if you want to complete everything. The yeah, story alone is like but thirty hours. But if you're talking about the hundred million dollars you said to create it, the, the only thing I like to do on GTA was roam. I I was looting. I was, you know, getting women out of their cars and throwing them aside <laughs> and running them over. Like, I wasn't there for the missions. So or, Timmy or would love GTA aspect. Online. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Because it's an open world. So that's why it cost you $100 million. So, So it let you do whatever you want, and it had a replay value because every day you got on it was different than the day before. Yeah. But, uh, but you're not paying $70 to play Resident Evil, beat in four hours, and then redo the same game. No, I agree. I mean, people do, but not most of them don't. Most people play through it, then they come back to it six to nine months later, play through it again, but, sits on the shelf. But I have a question because you did Gamefly online, right? Or like, you know, we're talking about the because uh, now it's you could pay actively, you have access almost like in a Netflix fashion. Well, yeah. Right? So now we have Game Pass, which is like Netflix for video games through Microsoft. So. So why couldn't these exclusively live on there at a cheaper rate if you can find a way to make them in a profitable fashion and you just play it when you want it? Well, I think that's what, so you're not what spending they're gearing towards right? now. The problem is it's only really Microsoft that has this type of ecosystem. Like Sony tries it with PlayStation Now and PlayStation Plus, but they have older games. So like when a new game comes out, it's not going right there. You don't get to play it on their service. Whereas Microsoft, this year alone, they released... I think it was two first-party titles, maybe more, that were single-player. Because I know, um, oh, what was the one? I forget the first. The first one was a scary game that came out in February, and I got to play it right off the bat. I played it eh, maybe four or five hours. I didn't enjoy it that much. I never went back. But recently, they just released The Ascent, which is a Microsoft you know, first-party studio game. And that is co-op, but it's not multiplayer, like traditional adversarial. But you can jump in and play it. I can play it single player. And I can just play it for a couple hours. If I don't want to play it, I just delete it. 
Like they do have single player games in there. And I think the games as a service with the Netflix style, like renting online, I think that could work in the future. Yeah. Yeah. I could see it, but I got to tell you what, just to be a nerd right now, I'm looking at a Harvard business review. This is from 2021, February. Um, and it, the front says when to work with rivals. And the one thing that you said that stood out to me was that Microsoft is geared to do this. Sony does isn't really, correct? Neither is Nintendo. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So when would be a better time to engage your rivals to say, hey, you could use our platform? Pete, PlayStation doesn't want to do it. And neither does Nintendo yeah, because it, Microsoft, there were rumors Microsoft point, tried to bring Game Pass to it. PlayStation should walk in the Microsoft and try to make a deal or we'll work with each other because all these games are already kind of getting cross-platformed anyway so it doesn't matter what console you have see i think sony doesn't want to because these first party games they still pour a ton of money into like god of war and the last yeah, of I, us and yeah. that sells their system and that's how I for some like, reason they think like that's great but like like timmy's point eventually that's gonna fade away yeah. right now where microsoft microsoft's taking it to 2030 yeah, I agree. Yeah. That's why you already said Netflix is trying to get their own gaming yeah. system set up, which I don't know if it'll ever work, but it might. Uh, well, that's I why. You what if... <laughs> You're good. I'm sorry. If I were Sony or Nintendo, exactly what Fran just said. You, everybody's talking about the players at the card table. They're not talking about the up and comers. They're not talking about the people that are dreaming about tomorrow. And well, I'll tell you what, <laughs> 10 years, you're going to have so a lot of new people. So, on so you're saying, well, 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 or PlayStation could hook up with Netflix and compete against Microsoft and still be rivals. Oh, well, that's as, that's as good but as what PlayStation I said about FIFA then, ever, right? But yeah, but is PlayStation ever going to like team up with anybody or do they just want to be themselves all the time? Eventually, they're going to need to or they're going to fail. Well, right? the funny Otherwise, thing is... Some, <laughs> Because somebody else will team up together with the Nintendo or the new Netflix going to Microsoft. Or maybe Amazon, Microsoft yeah. and Netflix just do it together and then they become a mon monopoly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it could happen. But it, it's funny because be Microsoft tried to get Game Pass on PlayStation. They didn't want it. Microsoft tried to get Game Pass on Nintendo Switch and almost had it worked out where you could actually get your Xbox friends on the Switch. But something happened and the deal ended up falling through. And then I think it's funny that a lot of people are like, oh, PlayStation, Xbox, PlayStation, Xbox. When the new systems were coming out, Microsoft wasn't worried about PlayStation. They're not competing with PlayStation. They were looking at Stadia and Amazon Gaming and all these ones that have this, you know, like the games of service, kind of like the Game Pass type thing. That's who they want to compete with going into the future. Like they know that the console's a relic and that's going to go away eventually. And they they want to be that that gaming platform that you can just stream the games from with like a little USB stick and your controller connected to it versus having to buy a console and sit you know because it's a lot cheaper for them because it costs yeah. money to develop these or make these consoles too like it saves them money over time but I well, agree with you like that's we'll bring we'll bring in this to 2030 say our Xboxes are useless anyways who <laughs> says I can't pull it up on my TV and just hook up my Xbox Elite controller Bluetooth. Well, that's what Ooh, they were saying. There. I'm doing it through my There's phone. There's already smart TVs like Sony TVs where you could do PlayStation yeah. now directly from yeah, that. Yeah. So. But yeah. Xbox, their idea, which we saw last year. I might have to buy a memory card for my TV, <laughs> though, for all these games Chris has me downloading. No, 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 no. Yeah. Uh, no, they don't. Over the cloud. Yeah, you stream uh, them. You don't download like, them yeah, at all. 2030, who knows what it will be. <laughs> so just yeah, for example. Yeah. Or God. No, no, I was just going to say 2030, you're just going to be storing everything digitally. I mean, you're not, mm -hmm. you're not going to have physical disks or anything. It's, there's going to be no novelty at all. You're literally going to pull open your phone. You're not even going to use a, you know, a television remote because it won't exist. Yeah. And then you're going to go and do this. You'd be you're like, TV on. Earbud. Yeah, everything's like voice activated or something like that. Well, yeah. Microsoft actually showed it off last year. They made a USB stick, like a uh, Amazon Fire Stick. You plug it into your TV. You connect your game controller to it with the Bluetooth sensor, and then you stream games right to your TV. You don't have to download anything. You do have to have a good internet connection. That's where the problem is. I was gonna say streaming. how good, how good would it is it like now? I'm sure like wait, I mean, if you have Xbox gigabit, you're good. Oh wait, wait, time out, time out. You're talking about streaming to a TV versus streaming through your Xbox. No, no. So right now you can't stream through your Xbox. They have Game Pass. I click on the game and it downloads and installs it. They're supposed to have streaming through the Xbox soon, 
but it's not out yet. But, but then they had the this servers, right? Is that yeah. what XCloud is? Yeah, and that that's how it works on my phone. When I play on my phone, I wish it would let me download some of the assets because if I have three bars, I can get a pretty good single player experience. But if I could download a lot of the assets to my phone, I wouldn't have to stream them all, and it would run yeah. even better. You know what I mean? But it, going you... forward, they just want to mm -hmm. have it all streaming. Yeah, but how would you feel? Uh, I guess I get the streaming so you don't store anything. There's still going to have to be some sort of, you know, well, link established because it's got to be really hyper Wi-Fi if it's going to work that way. Well, part of the problem right? is Without... they don't. You well, yeah, the, you have you to have a continual connection for sure. You don't. Yeah, you don't need Wi-Fi. I could do it. But in 2030, you'll have that internet. You'll have 10 gigs. But on my phone, I can do it house. just with my internet or just with yeah, my service, my cell service. <laughs> Everyone will have fiber optic from uh, Google. Google that, well, that's what you need going forward. You need like gigabit for a good consistent connection for when you play multiplayer games. That's where the problem comes in. I try to play Halo on my phone and I think I had four bars of service and it was like impossible. Like it just, it couldn't take and process the information quick enough. It's, it's too so. much to, to load onto the screen at that high rate of pace. Yeah, because it's movement. too fast for the... the, the at the uh, current internet speeds, even with gigabit, like you're still going to have latency, though, over like a raw like console. Like I don't think we're quite there, because that's what happened with the Stadia. Yeah, Stadia had a big problem beyond, with that. Though, like, I think it'll be less of an yeah. issue with internet being better. I, I, I think once, yeah. these new, um, once these new consoles are done, which way they got like eight years in them, and then they come out with a new usually, one. Usually, usually. Yeah, Save in five years. Save in five years. I think we could be at that level of internet speed. Yeah. Where you could just be like your Netflix, go on. Oh, I'm gonna play Halo 19 now. Click it and just go in and play. I think it's close. Uh, I think for single player, yeah. you're fine. I think you guys are. I, I I think you're right to an extent, but I also think there's gonna be a transitional phase. I think there's going to be a phase where either Microsoft, I mean, Sony's already got the capability, right? With their branding, you could literally put this into a super TV where you could actually store stuff to an extent. And then after that, you know, people are going to be like, okay, I'll buy that. It's going to phase out the console requirement. People are going to start buying the games. Think about like, I buy a Vizio TV. I can access Netflix, Hulu, everything. And I know that's live streaming, but literally they have, it built into my controller i could just select the button right so yeah. you're going to do the same in a so you, you'll see an xbox button on the remote <laughs> yep yeah before or a, pure or a playstation button or yeah. whatever yeah and you'll pay you'll pay extra money to house it until they work out the kinks on the streaming so i think you're going to see a big boost in sales and tvs upcoming in the next six years i can see that all right and on Let's to the see, last topic yeah. of the week you guys were talking earlier about uh, games being put on ESPN and stuff. G4 Gaming Television is actually being relaunched next month with some of the classic say, TVs isn't, returning. Isn't that done? <laughs> no, it's back. It's yeah. relaunching on 11 yeah, it's coming back, yeah. And yes, some of the shows coming yeah. back are X-Play, Attack of the Show, some of the hosts such as Adam Sessler. And then they got new shows such as Boosted, which is a weekly sports comedy, ESL Gaming, which is primetime esports, Dungeons and Dragons, a limited time show, and of course Ninja no, Warrior. Gaming. They bring back the classic <laughs> Ninja Warrior. <laughs> my so, question uh, is, are they going to make it this this time or what? Well, that yeah, because they're one, not on TV. Like no one really watches TV one, for video game hundred. shows. You could just look it up on the internet, like IGN and stuff. So, like, so I they, think they have a better chance. Because so they don't have a TV channel. Not anymore. They haven't for no, years. Not anymore. I think yeah. it went out wait, wait, back in like on. 2012 or 2013. I, I thought maybe they were they got bought by like a network and I could watch them still on TV. So yeah. I got to just find them on YouTube. I mean, you can find like G4 TV? stuff on YouTube and Twitch. They had Attack of the Show, or they called it the the no, Attack I'm saying or whatever. I'm saying when it comes out this November. Oh, uh, will be it? on there? I don't know. They're going to be on Xfinity. They are going to be on streaming services. Yeah. I didn't write down the ones they're coming to. But they are going to be on Xfinity, Verizon, Fios. Like, it's going to be like a regular channel. And they're going to have a lot I, of this. Yeah. And they're trying to add in. They're trying to work in with, like, you know how Friday nights on, um, what is it, TNT or something? They have, like, eSports and stuff. TBS. Yeah. Strike. They're trying Legal to drag items. all that stuff into one channel now that it's uh, bigger and more popular. I, 
Yeah, I agree with Dan, though. Like, uh, so it sounds to me like this is similar to Vice TV. Are you guys familiar with Vice TV? Yeah, what's that? What's Vice? Vice TV, like where you can go. And they always have stupid stuff on there. Think of like, uh, not not jackass, but you guys know what I'm talking about, Fran. Like, can you describe it a little? I know Vice TV, but the stuff I see on Vice TV, they go to like the ghettos of Brazil and stuff, and they have documentaries and stuff in there. Yeah, is that the same Vice TV we're talking about? Yeah, the underground. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. The underground stuff. I watched but, that stuff. I didn't know they had anything else. But like, whenever Dan was just saying, I agree with him a hundred percent because it's not all about having a cable television show. It's about yeah. I could stream this whenever I want. I could look at it because now there's a different way to get ad revenue generation and get popularity. It's kind of like how and yeah, TRL died on TV. Yeah, and and you could put all of it on YouTube too, and then you get money off YouTube. Yeah, they might. I don't know. That's where that's where I see Vice TV. I'll watch like a 45 minute documentary on on YouTube. On YouTube. Yeah, and well, so I wanted to see about the the like Brazil area outside of where like the World Cup was or whatever, where it's real ghetto. Well, I think it, I think it could be good or bad. The favelas, yeah, right. whatever it's called. But listen, I think it could be good or bad because back when G four was on TV, I used to love it. I used to love laying on the couch, hitting a button, and seeing what was on what was happening on E three or new game trailers or cheats or whatever. I enjoyed it. I used to watch Attack of the Show and everything a lot. But at the same time, Attack now the with Twitch <laughs> and YouTube. And all these other services like that, with as big as they're getting, I don't know if you can really compete on mainstream TV anymore. I feel like the younger generation watches less TV and does more on the internet, on YouTube, plays games. Yeah, you know what I mean? They don't pay for cable TV, they pay for streaming services. But as long as like G4's on streaming services and YouTube, like they'll still be able to compete. Yeah, so maybe they can make the money. I hope they do. Personally, like I said, I loved G4 back in the day. I wouldn't mind watching it again now. I'd be interested but, to but see the, how it goes. The, and the best thing with these streaming services, too, until you get a deal, you could stream YouTube and Twitch same time until yeah. one of them give you a contract. I, I like these shows, too, like X-Play and Attack of the Show with you, Chris, but like every time I turn on G4, it's always just reruns of Cops. And I'm like, well, Cops is fine. But like, I cops and Ninja Warrior. For so long. Like, I just like turned off of it. But, they yeah. all end the same way to catch them. Hey, the best yeah, part is. to be like the producer of that show being like, oh, man, you know what? Tag of the show is not doing well. Just put on more cops. You know, Listen, <laughs> the best part is the Ninja Warrior. 40. They don't want to see these yet. Hey, when they first put Ninja Warrior on there, it was like the Ninja Warrior from Japan that had like subtitles. It wasn't even like it wasn't even like the real American Ninja Warrior one that we get now. It was yeah. like oh, it was gosh. an old one. So, all right, we're going to wrap up. I got the pop question of the week. Uh, this is what is your favorite gaming franchise of all time? Anything, whatever, what, what is your personal Call favorite? Of Duty. Call of Duty, all right. No, it doesn't even need explaining. <laughs> the hours upon hours that you played say it yeah. all. What about you, Dan? Uh, I think it's going to be a toss up between either like Half Life or Resident Evil. Like, I played games. Oh, you didn't say Halo? I had you as Halo. <laughs> I do like Halo too. Like, I'll be honest. Like, Okay, probably either the, one of those three franchises. I don't know which one. Like, I'll just say those three in general. Like, Half-Life, Halo, or Resident Evil. I played every single game in each franchise, and I've replayed them as well. So, like, probably I mean, one of those three. You did buy... Re- we found out last week that Dan did buy Resident Evil 4, like, five times. So. Yeah, and I'm going to buy the remake, too. So, it's going to be a fucking six, six time. Although, I didn't get the chainsaw controller for the GameCube, but my wife got that, though. So oh, that was a classic. Oh, nice. Yeah. What about you, Tim? You played a little bit less games. Than Probably Madden, was. I have to say, if I had to guess. No, I, so Madden's just like a default game. I don't think it's a good franchise for me to select, though. If I'm doing an actual gaming franchise, I think I'd probably have to go with Grand Theft Auto. I just, I really enjoyed kind of roaming about. I do enjoy the missions. I think it's a good Still time. in cars off poor women. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hookers, you know, Any yeah. chance I get to beat up some fake hookers, it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nothing empowers me like that. No. Um, I, I, I really just enjoyed that. I wish I would have tried the newer one. I guess I just got to, you know, I, I wasn't as focused on gaming, but I, I wish I would have tried the newer one that was like multiplayer and stuff. I know it sounded kind of neat. And there were mixed reviews on it, but yeah, I'll go with Grand Theft Auto. 
Well, Fran already knows what I'm going to say. Of course. No, I don't. Of course, it got to be Grand Theft Auto. I bought every Grand Theft Auto uh, that came out. I played every well, Grand Theft Auto. GTA. I, I rebought. You were going to say GTA. I, ha I have to say it. It's the game I put the most time in, the most games I bought. Like, I bought Grand Theft Auto 1 through 5. I bought all the side games. I bought the side DLC. I bought Grand Theft Auto 5 twice. Like, I, I spent the most money, the most time in these games. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. get it. Why? Do, I didn't even have to explain myself. It was Call of Duty. It was just plain and simple. Yeah, but yours just spoke for itself. Did, did you want me to say <laughs> I bought everyone and put over a week of gameplay? No, on but each I'm just one, saying. Even if they sucked. That's why I have to say Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> like back when Grand Theft Auto Three came out, it broke me. Like being able to just go wherever you want and do whatever you want. Like that level of freedom in a video game was. Oh great. my god. We we used to play it whenever it was just overhead. Remember you getting the, the yeah that was the first and second. It was yeah. one two yeah, yeah. and the London yeah. expansion. So it was like one two yeah, and three. Three was the first three three uh, D. Three D yeah. London expansion man get bring that back put that on my big screen today. So, <laughs> I, you know you guys might laugh but I still have it up in a cupboard somewhere at my parents' house. Crazy it's in there somewhere. GTA. It was not fun driving a vehicle. I'll be honest with you, but that's I'll be honest. The first two were just kind of a mess for me and Timmy. Like we were young at the time and like playing it, we just ran around and did whatever. Like I was lucky if I completed yeah. like one mission. Like, but when the third one came out, that's where it just like. My head like exploded. Like I could three, go here and do three this. Three and Vice City were pretty good, but I love San Andreas, like the gang territory and yeah. stuff. Like it was so addicting. They, oh. they definitely added a lot to San Andreas that the other games didn't have. Yeah. I gotta tell you, if we could ever go back and play a game, like that's one of those games I'd want to bring back for a, a throwback night. You know, Friday, just Stranger Things, all that stuff. But um, Friday the Thirteenth. I was gonna say that. I'd love to bring it back. I was gonna say I, I got my I got my Super Nintendo Mini that everyone makes fun of me for having. I have Friday the Thirteenth for NES on there, and I would like us to get together one day and just sit down. We could do it maybe like we did last week at like lunchtime. Order lunch and just play. Oh, it. Man. See you if know we can we actually need beat actually it. is we need like an N64 and play GoldenEye, like a GoldenEye land. <laughs> oh, that the old school GoldenEye. I'd be down for that. Playing that up at camp, though, that was like, that was the shit. That was, right. that was, that was a good time. Dirty. Well, anyway, everyone, this is going to wrap it up. This was Popcast episode five. Thank you guys for tuning in. Be sure to check out our other videos and content. Like and follow us for more. And be, be sure to watch out for the future cast episodes where Timmy got some ideas for us. <laughs> and we'll catch Thanks you Thanks for having me on, Chris. Really appreciate it. <laughs>